Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. <laughs> hey, we're glad you are. We're at 4th Street Bar Grill right here at the Shadow of the Rock. We're just a day away from football season, and we're down here with Slade and the gang, guys that we love a lot and really appreciate them having us here at 4th Street Bar Grill. What a great show we've got coming for you. We're going to be talking uh, to Will East later in the show about the big high school football games around the state. But, Michael, tell them who's going to be in the second segment. Uh, we have from the Molly Ringwalds who are going to be performing at Spirit Park, the return of the Spirit Park ser- series before the game. Sir Devin Nooner is going to join us and talk about uh, their very strong relationship to Hattiesburg in this area, but this is becoming a bigger and bigger event every year before the football game. So we're oh, going to get into that. Good but deal. He's with the Molly Ringwalds. Right, right. right. Yeah. But the Molly Ringwalds. Yeah, but I don't think you said that. I think it's just, it, I don't I? think so. I could. What's the Molly? We no, ate no, way no, too no, much. No, we've no. eaten way too much catfish. All right, we're going to bring the uh, the super intern, Nathan Lee, on the show here in just a minute. And we're going to give away another pair of season tickets uh, to Southern Miss football. So we've got lots to get to. But first, we want to welcome Brendan Jones uh, to the Eagle Hour. Brendan now runs the Eagle Club for Southern Miss <laughs> Athletics. And. Uh, Hey, man, glad to have you on the show. Hey, appreciate y'all having me on. I'm surprised you could push Mr. Applewhite out of the way. He, <laughs> normally he sees, <laughs> a, sees a microphone. He's and right I, there on it. And actually, right. yeah. and actually, before the show started, I thought I heard screaming, but it was actually Applewhite's belt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His belt. Is yeah, it, it's it's already, stereo? You know, yeah. God bless Elastic. That's all I have. It's again. already been a shocking day, and the biggest shock is that Kelly didn't get down here in time to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. But I guess you're probably still stuffed from the beignet attack. Look, they're open. They're open till late tonight. Okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> right. be back. Well, all right. Yeah. All right uh, so, Brendan, welcome, man. We're, we're glad to have you on the show. I appreciate Yesterday it. Yesterday was a really big day. The university hit the 10,000 season ticket mark, and, and we were told that that was a really important goal. And there are some people that we want to give credit to for making that happen, and so I'm going to turn it over to you. Absolutely. No, you're, you're exactly right. So 10,000 season tickets is a big number for us, and, 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 I, and, and I do want to thank, first of all, I want, to take, I want to thank you guys sitting here right now, Super Talk Mississippi, Steve Davenport, Kim Dillon. You guys uh, purchased the quantity of season tickets to help us get over the bump of 10000 So that's a genuine thank you to all of y'all. Um, some others I do want to thank, uh, Slade White right here at 4th Street Bar. Uh, Mike Caldwell down the street with Super Savored Liquor. They came together and uh, helped uh, purchase some season tickets as well to get us closer. So um, that number is really big for us. You know, actually, you probably saw Jeremy tweeted out yesterday that um, 
uh, 10,000 season tickets is the first time in the past decade that we've hit that number of season tickets sold without a Power 5 game on the home schedule. Yeah. All right. So needless to say, Lee Applewhite will be bringing Slade and myself some new Southern Miss apparels very soon. <laughs> that, if it's, if we, it's not here already, I mean, if it's probably out in the car. Slade, that's, so <laughs> as soon as it's over, we'll be uh, we'll be asking Lee about that. We can work something out. Well, let me let me just say that from our standpoint, uh, uh, we reached out to our CEO Kim Dillon. She conferred uh, with our owner Steve Davenport, and within five minutes, they were agreeable to buy whatever number of tickets. Uh, they were asked to buy to make sure that we got to that 10000 along with Slade and the other gentleman that you mentioned. So good work, Slade. Good work. <laughs> He's a big supporter of Southern Miss. No and, doubt about uh, it. And, we appreciate it. And we, of course, uh, love Southern Miss as well. It's been a banner year for the Eagle Club. It has, absolutely. So we are closing in on the Eagle Club campaign membership record and revenue record. So we're excited about that. As of right before I came over here, uh, we're under 175 members away. Oh, um, gosh, it's so close. We're, we're right there. Yeah. And um, and then as far as revenue goes, we're under 40 grand away now. So uh, we're right there. Uh, October 31st is the end of the campaign. So we have until then. We're feeling very confident about it. Um, so, um, you, you know, again, just we encourage everybody to help us support the student-athlete scholarships and, and join the Eagle Club. It, it goes a, a long way in, in uh, seeing success for us here with all our programs. And I do want to point out that we, what we're going to do with the tickets we bought, we distributed half of those tickets this morning to Camp Shelby. So we're going to be treating uh, military members every week, and then we're going to give the other half of the tickets that we have to various children's charities. We've already reached out to the Boy Scouts. We've reached out to Homes of Hope. We're working with several charities, so we're going to have some weekends where we bring a bunch of kids to the game, and then uh, every weekend we're going to be treating about 100 military members to Southern Miss football. Yeah, it's it's no sense in buying the tickets. The objective is to get rear ends in the seats. That's right. Right? And if you've never been to a Southern Miss football game, you'll be back because it's the football game was kind of the, the pinnacle of the day. There's right. lots of things. You know, the kids' fun zone is there. There's, you know, like the Molly Ringwalds are going to be performing something there for the adults. Everybody's in a party atmosphere, fun mood. It's just right. a great time. Now, look, we want to give away, as we promised here from Forest Street, we want to give away a pair of season football tickets now. And I'm going to let the super intern, Nathan Lee, swing his whatever he's done on his computer. And if you'll let Brendan announce the winner, uh, if you'll show that to him, please, Nathan. And, Brendan, if you'll announce it, we'll make sure that this uh, Super Talk listener gets a pair of season football tickets. Yeah, absolutely. So the winner of these season tickets is Tanya Thomas Cooper. There we go. Good deal. Well, what we're going to do, Tanya Thomas Cooper, right? All right, we'll, uh, we'll reach out uh, to her after the show, make sure that uh, she's aware. And if it's cool with Slade, we're going to leave the uh, season tickets here and let her come pick the season tickets up before the game. So congratulations to her. The young man that won the other day is actually his name was Southern. That's, that's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he was from Madison, uh, listens to our, our podcast, and uh, he picked his tickets up yesterday. So we're happy to do that. And, and of course, uh, again, we want to thank uh, – our bosses, Steve Davenport and Kim Dillon, for their generosity yesterday, Kelly. But remember, October 31st is, I mean, if, if we're, let's say we, the Southern Miss family, if you're this close to setting a record here the 2nd of September, 
let's let's do it today or tomorrow so that you go into the first game having the record beaten. So everything from there on out is uh, icing on the cake. And October 31st is the deadline that the natural human tendency is, well, I'll put it off. No, do it. Do it now. Let's get the record behind us and, uh, you know, set the bar you know, for next year. Absolutely. And I'll, and, and I'll say we have a tremendous staff. Uh, you call up to the ticket office in the Eagle Club, everybody will be – Everybody is very well trained to take not only tickets, uh, season ticket orders, but Eagle Club memberships. And um, you know, and I'd, I'd I'd be wrong if I didn't shout out. There's some of the staff here, and I did want to thank them as well for all their support and all the hard work they've done this year, uh, helping us hit that ticket number in the Eagle Club. Number. Brandon, when when students graduate, either in the winter or in the in the spring, what effort is made to to immediately get graduates of Southern Miss to to join the Eagle Club? Yeah, so we, we make a very um, strong effort in making sure that we reach out uh, to some of those recent graduates. So a perfect example, we have a good relationship on campus with the registrar's office, so we're able to get everybody that, that's a recent graduate every cycle. What we do, and, and you know, modern um, uh, kids nowadays, they're definitely more prone to respond to a text message as opposed to a call in, in most cases. So actually Tyler here in Ticket Sales, he – he really tries to spearhead a lot of that with recent graduates. He'll set up um, uh, texting campaigns. We have a software that will send out texts to them, and we try to show them the benefits and the discounts that we offer for them on season tickets and Eagle Club memberships to make sure they can come back. And I think there's a misconception many times. People think, oh, well, Eagle Club or whatever support group, you got to have a lot of money to join those groups. That's that's, no. that's not the case. Not at all. Uh, recent graduates, for example, it's $50 membership per year in the Eagle Club. Uh, the full member, full benefit membership in the Eagle Club is just 125 bucks. Gives you a parking pass for all the football games and discounts around town, uh, various restaurants, uh, different businesses. So it, you're you're spot on. Uh, very easy to become involved. The parking, the parking pass alone, to me, is worth 125. Dollars. You're right. Just you know. the peace of mind coming to the games. Yeah, because you know I'm I'm into physical fitness. <laughs> well, I'm into fitness. Pinching like, those beignets, uh, uh, right? like fitness hamburger down my throat. That's yeah. right. That's, uh, uh, five beignets in 35 seconds. <laughs> yeah, so that's why parking passes are important to me. But I mean, no. that's yeah. not a lot of money. I don't think in anybody's book. So we encourage all students, you know, to get involved as well. No question. And yeah. It's important, isn't it? I mean, it's it's what funds the uh, scholarships, am I right? It is. You're exactly right. So it, it, all Eagle Club uh, membership dollars, they go towards funding all student-athlete scholarships. Good. And if you fully use your Eagle Club membership and use those restaurant discounts, you know, it might be 10% here, 20% there. But if you if you do eat out a lot and you add that up over a month, you probably would have paid for your Eagle Club membership in the savings that you got in those cards. You're exactly right. And then yeah. there's other businesses around town as well that aren't, you know, necessarily food and beverage, but different services and, and items that they provide that you can receive discounts on as well. Now, why were you looking at my stomach when you said not all businesses are food and beverage? Yeah. No, I, I get it. But no, I get it. But, but you're right about that. And we were at... at uh, Mobe Beignets on Wednesday. Were we? Yeah. And and it was go- it was that? gold. It's gold out Saturday. So I was wearing my gold shirt on Wednesday. Everybody else was in their black Southern Miss attire. So I come to Fourth Street today, saying, "Well, I'll wear black." And everybody else is wearing gold. So pretty much everybody. Correct, but your shirt was white. <laughs>
by the time we left the Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> hey, was. we're happy to report that Lee Applewhite has found the catfish. So uh, <laughs> all is good at the Forest Street Bar and Grill. All right, we're going to have Slade on the show. We're all going to be uh, talking to Will East uh, in Jackson about the big uh, high school games of the week. And coming up, the guys are going to be interviewing Sir, Sir Devin Nooner from the Molly Ringwalds. Next on the Eagle Hour. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Broadcasting live from 4th Street Bar here in Hattiesburg. Getting ready on the eve of football at the Rock. Hard to believe that uh, we're already here, but that's why we're here at 4th Street. And it's quite a crowd, too. We're having a a blast out here. Catfish, of course, on the menu, being that it is Friday. But we really appreciate Slade and everybody having us out here. Uh... This is exciting because tomorrow, along with the kickoff of football season against Liberty, they're making these bigger and bigger events when it comes to game day at the Rock. And it's the return of the Spirit Park Live uh, shows at Spirit Park. And tomorrow, the world's greatest 80s experience, the Molly Ringwalds, are going to kick everything off starting at 3 p.m. And joining us on the phone from New Orleans by way of Sheffield, England, Sir Devin Nooner, vocals, guitar, keyboards, and flute with the Molly Ringwalds. Good morning, Sir Devin, or afternoon, Sir Devin, and welcome. Good afternoon. I love the introduction. That might have been the best one yet. You added the flute. <laughs> That's very important. Thanks for having me. I do, we got to do the research. Well... Kelly and I are very familiar with you. I mentioned my wife is your biggest Hattiesburg fan, and that's with me being in a band, and she still likes you guys even more. It keeps me humble, which is good. But your relationship with Hattiesburg, it's it's been a long time that you've been coming to Hattiesburg, performing at Brewski's quite often. What is this connection? I know we're close to New Orleans, but it just seems like uh, the fan base here for you guys is huge, isn't it? It really is, you know. It's it gets better and better. We've actually been playing Hattiesburg for say maybe fifteen years or something like that. But wow. um, starting at, starting at Brewski's a couple of years ago, you know, it's 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 more of a college type atmosphere with some you know grown ups there as well. There, uh, it gets better and better. It's one of our biggest rising markets. So you know. Yeah. I don't know the correlation. I, I think it's it's got to be the music, right? And um, of course, maybe because we we rarely wear underwear on stage, and when we do, it's something pretty <laughs> provocative. I don't really know. That always works. So just ask Kelly; he'll tell you. But wait, mentioning the music, the college kids. Being in music, you see bands that pick up genres. They'll focus on a particular area of music. And they last a, a few years. There's a big focus on that era. What is it about the 80s? You guys are out there. You've been together, it seems like, forever. But the crowds, you've got the older, you've got the younger. You're interacting with these people. The 80s just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. That's such a great point. You know, I, I think you hit it on the head. We spoke about it earlier. It's definitely the music. And, you know, we started 24 years ago and think and thought that maybe we yeah, we do this for seven or eight years, but you're right. That decade of music, it's not a fad. It just keeps growing and growing and growing. And, you know, the the audience that graduated high school in the 80s are there. But then the, the students that weren't even born in the 80s are gravitating to it. So this, it's, 
it's got to be the music, you know. It, it was so diverse with bands like Duran Duran being a synth pop band and a band like Guns N' Roses, who was this raunchy metal or hard rock band. And it just gives you so many options to listen to. And I think that's one of the most important things about that decade of music. It's one of the great, or to me, it's one of the last great decades of music, for sure. Sir Devin Nooner is with us of the Molly Ringwalds. They will be in performance tomorrow afternoon at uh, Spirit Park before the Southern Miss Liberty game. Sir Devin, I think part of the popularity is of the 80s is that I think, it's arguable, I guess, it was the last full decade where musicians actually played instruments. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't generated by a computer or, or anything like that. Is that reasonable? I agree with you. I I. I you can't discount the 90s. I think the 90s were the last decade of great music. I think what's great about the 80s is that everything that... It, it was really a synthesized decade, especially in the early part. There wasn't any synthesizers in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s. You know, it was really... It really stands on its own. Um, you got to give props to the 90s. Though. They had some great bands in the 90s. But you're right. There wasn't any type of, you know, this type of auto-tune or this everybody sounding the same type thing so i agree with you i do one one of the things that i really enjoy about your performances is that all of you in the band are multiple musician uh multiple instrument musicians i mean if if dicky is singing a song then somebody else will jump on the keyboards and you guys are always moving around playing so many different instruments and then the number of sets that you guys have to choose from how many how many songs are in the molly ringwald's repertoire at this point we have many i would say you know probably as a five piece we can probably play probably 200 songs uh if you get dicky randy and phil and and in a room, we could probably play 300 songs. Their repertoire, and, and Liam as well, their repertoire goes hundreds and hundreds more. You know, but as, as a five-piece, we could probably do 200 right off the bat. So how do you decide when you go from place to place? Uh, what, what spot, and, and how often do you mix in new songs and discard old ones? We always, a great question, you know, we, we never do the same set list twice when, when we go back to a club. We keep the set list from the last time and we don't repeat. We might do one song or maybe two songs, but 90% of the songs are, are songs that we didn't do the last time. We put a lot of effort into it, you know. We bring back old stuff that we haven't done in a while and we try to learn new songs. And if they work great, we keep them in the repertoire. If not, we put them aside. But... It's stuff that we think about during the week. We might hear a song on the radio that we haven't played in a while. We make a little note of it and say, let's bring this back. But we never try and repeat a set list. It's boring for the audience. And it, to be honest, it could be boring for the band, too. That's a, such a, a good point. You guys always look like you're having so much fun. Of course, you've got the stage show. You've got the lights. You've got the video boards. The audiences always seem to get into it. But unlike the bands that you're covering from the 80s, you've pretty much been the same lineup since the beginning. You all seem to get along so well. What do you attribute that to? Because you know how it is in the music industry. Absolutely. You know, this, this lineup has been together for, you know, 20-something years. The Marley's as a whole is 24. I think 
you know, we all have issues. We're, we we are family. We are definitely family. And just like your other family, you get in arguments and stuff. I think we all realize how good we have it. We have a great job. You know, it is a job, but it's a, it's a great job. And we respect the we ex, we respect the band, and we respect each other. And we really enjoy what we do. And to keep doing what we do, you have to get along. You have to respect each other. So I think that kind of separates us between a lot of bands. I mean, you know, we've been together longer than the Beatles. We've been together That's longer true. than Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't, we have beaten the odds. It doesn't happen often especially being in a cover band as well, because we're not making platinum records or getting million-dollar bonus checks here like these major bands are, you know? Uh, we're very happy with what we do. We respect what we do, and we're very grateful for what we do. But you do make records. You do have some albums out covering these songs that are very well produced. you got the Dorothy Nooner Sessions, which is very recent, 3.5 Glitter Gome. Mardi Gras album, Experience the 80s, is all stuff people can find online. Why go that direction outside of just performing these songs at venues uh, regionally? Why, why the, did you decide to actually record them and put them out? Let me give props to you first. Y'all have done your research. I am so impressed. <laughs> this is a great We're fans. interview. I'm really, We're fans. I'm really pleased because... Uh, Bringing that as a question is, is, is awesome because I love to answer this question. You know, we all come from original band backgrounds. We've all put out albums in the 80s or the 90s or the 2000s, and they just didn't, they didn't go platinum. They didn't even really go anywhere, really. But as musicians, we are still creative. We all still love to get into a studio and set up microphones for the drums or get a good amp sound for the guitar or put a big room mic against the grand piano and create music, even though it's not ours. We still love to get in there and put our twist on it. It makes the gig or it makes the, it makes the job a lot more interesting than just playing live. We could do that all the time. We could do that every night of the week if we want, but we still want to be creative. And that's where we go into the studio and do these records. And, you know, it doesn't come unnoticed. If you go to Spotify and you look at Jukebox Hero, we have over a million streams of that song, <laughs> which is really unheard of for a band like us. Spin Me, Round and Round by, by you know, Dead or Alive, the version we did, is I think over 700,000 listeners. That's amazing. So we're very proud of what we do, and we just still love to create. So thank you for that question. Well, it, I it, love answering. It, it definitely comes across on stage, and I can't can't tell you just enough how much we we love you guys. You put on an amazing show, and you need to be at Spirit Park three o'clock tomorrow. Our fingers are crossed. The rain holds off or just completely disappears, which would be even better. Sir Devin Nooner of the Molly Ringwalds. The MollyRingwalds.com is the website. Sir Devin, thank you so much for taking the time out today, and we're looking forward to tomorrow. My pleasure. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Hello to Teresa and hello, Kelly. Good night, guys. Y'all have a great day. We'll see y'all. Go Southern Miss. Go yes, to the top. To the top. And we'll be back from 4th Street after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, welcome back to 4th Street Bar and Grill. We're right here in the shadow of the rock on uh, football eve as uh, Liberty University's in town. And Hugh Freeze has brought his flames here to take on Southern Miss, Will Hall. A lot of excitement here in Hattiesburg, as you can well imagine. Hey, a special thanks uh, for just a moment to South Mississippi Office Furniture, to Heritage Firearms, to True Care Health and Wellness, and to the Nile Insurance Agency. You're hearing their commercials a lot on our Hattiesburg station uh, this week. They've joined us, along with our other Eagle Hour sponsors, to kick off the 2022 football season, and we really appreciate them for their support of our broadcast we've been doing all this week and, of course, for their support and and absolute enthusiasm about the University of Southern Mississippi. All right, uh, Will East is the program director for Super Talk Mississippi, and he is also the co-host of the very famous uh, Super Talk High School scoreboard. Uh, Will's graciously agreed to join us every Friday during football season and preview the big games. There were some big ones last week, uh, Will, but uh, what's on tap this week? What do high school football fans need to keep their eyes on? Well, week two is typically when we get a lot of rivalry games, and that's what we have tonight. we got a bunch of rivalry games. Uh, maybe, I would say definitely the biggest one is Madison Central taking on Brandon because that's number one versus number two. Brandon's the number one team in the land. They routed Oxford last week in a just a show of, of offensive prowess. They were very balanced. They had almost the same number of yards passing as rushing, three touchdowns on, on both sides to beat a, a really good Oxford team. Uh, so they're the number one team in the state. Madison Central is the number two team in the state. So they're rivals. They're number one. They're number two. Also, keep in mind that this is a rematch of last year's 6A state championship game, a game that Madison Central won. So a lot on the line tonight in Brandon as Madison Central uh, takes on the Bulldogs. This, this is usually a really good game. I would say another game that uh, is really big in the north part of the state is West Point and Starkville. This is typically – Starville, West Point, Louisville, Knoxby County, those four teams always play each other at the beginning of the year, and you never know who's going to win these games. It really is very balanced. Uh, in 2019, um, Starkville lost to West Point in this game. Uh, it was a very good team for Starkville that year. West Point went on to win the state championship. They had lost to Louisville the week before, just like they did this year. Last week, uh, West Point loses to Louisville by 10 points thanks to a last-second pick six that they threw. So the West Point has um, – they they really need to win this game, even though it's not a regional contest. And Starkville, if they're going to keep pace, they they had a really good game last week in the first half against Columbus. In the second half, they really struggled, which is kind of weird in high school football. Typically, if you're going to struggle, it's early on in the first quarter, and then you kind of get you know things set, and then you you know you, you get into a rhythm. For Starville last week, it was kind of the opposite. They had a really good first quarter and second quarter, and then when they got in the third and fourth, they just started having a lot of weird penalties and uh, mistakes, which is not typical for Starville. So that game will happen tonight. We also have just some big like David versus Goliath type matchups. You got Picayune. Uh, traveling to Jeff Davis County to take on the Jaguars. And these are two defending state champs. And even though Picayune is the favorite in 5A, they're the defending state champ in 5A. Jefferson Davis County is the defending state champ, but they're a 3A team. You think a 5A versus a 3A, there's a huge gap there in talent and, and, and uh, manpower. 
However, last year they played this game, and Jefferson Davis County lost by just eight points. There were six A teams that Picayune beat last year that didn't come that close. Uh, so Jeff Davis County, they always punch above their weight, so they're going to be taking on Picayune tonight, and that's a, a big, big matchup between defending state champs. And one of my favorite games, guys, every single year in North Mississippi is a game we call the Skunk Bowl. Now, the reason why we call it the Skunk Bowl is because back in 2012, Baldwin was playing Boonville at Baldwin, and a skunk ran up in the stands and scared the crap out of everybody. Everybody goes running. Somebody had their video camera out. They videoed the thing. It made Sports Center's top ten. It made America's Funniest Home Videos. It was on Good Morning America the next the next day. It was, you know, huge nationwide news. And so ever since then we've been calling it the Skunk Bowl. And it's usually a pretty good game. Uh, by the way, in that game in two thousand twelve, uh, Baldwin was actually down in that game by I think five points or six points or something like that. On the after the, the dust settled from the skunk, they got back on the field. The very next play, Boonville throws an interception, a pick six, and Baldwin wins the game. So that's the reason why wow. it's you know not only because the skunk ran up on the field, but also because of the incredible play that happened right after that. So that's one that we always look forward to. Although I don't know why they call it Skunk Bowl. Because in North Mississippi, we call them polecats. I don't know what y'all call them in Hattiesburg, but we always pole call them polecats. I've never heard that. Pole you cat. never heard yeah, that? Pole... That's an old southern phrase. There's a polecat in the hen house. Yeah. 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 Is that right? So, That's right. It must have been some Yankee and, and... that named it Skunk Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, you were talking about Jeff Davis County punching above its weight. When you talk to Lance Mancuso, the coach at Jeff Davis County, formerly Bassfield, the older folks might remember Jeff Davis County as Bassfield. Lance Mancuso will tell you they have to punch above their weight because it's tough to schedule teams their own classification. Nobody wants to play Jeff Davis County. It's the strangest thing. Jeff Davis County, every year, last year they started the season 0-4. 0-4. Now, in college football, has, it, has a team ever started 0-4 and won the, the national championship? No. In the NFL, there's been one team in all of the NFL's history that went on to win a championship that started 1-3. and three. Starting 0-4 and, and winning a state championship is actually something that, that happens occasionally in Mississippi high school football. And Jeff Davis County seems to do it on a regular basis, and it's because they're playing bigger schools. They'll play at D'Aberville. They'll play at Picayune. They do it every single year, and they might lose the game. It'll be a close game. They might lose it, but when regional play kicks in, they get going, and then they'll run the table the rest of the way. It's it's amazing um, the, the the fact that they're able, that they do that every single year. A lot of teams wouldn't do that. Yeah, they, they, there'll be a lot of games in their district that 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 clock is going to be running in the second half because Jeff yeah. Davis and and they've had to go to New Orleans this year to schedule some games just to fill out the the schedule because again nobody will play Jeff. It's Davis. the old Louisville. Uh, Louisville basketball coach Denny Crum philosophy told me one time when they were here to play Southern Miss, I could care less how many games we win in November and December. I only care how many games we're winning in March. And uh, and he won several national championships. Iron so, sharpens uh, iron. All yeah. right, real quick, uh, Will, was there anything from the opening weekend that shocked you last week? West Point losing to Louisville was probably the biggest upset, if you could call it an upset. Now, you would think on paper that would not be that would that would be an upset, but if you look at history, Louisville's won that game a couple of times, so that was pretty big. 
I think Brandon beating Oxford the way they did. Uh, Brandon came into the season as the you know, preseason favorite, number one team in all of Mississippi high school football. And they're play- they were playing a really good Oxford team, an Oxford team that had a transfer quarterback, Mac Howard, who's a four-star uh, recruit who's, I think, committed to Utah. And they just – it was close early on, but Brandon just – turned on the the Jets and just took off, and they were so balanced. That was the other thing. In Mississippi high school football, you just don't get that a whole lot of times. You'll have a team that uh, is good at one thing, and that's what they keep doing, and they they do it until somebody stops them. But Madison, uh, but, uh, excuse me, Brandon was just able to go to different weapons. They've got that, uh, I believe his name is uh, Nate Blunt, I believe, the running back there who uh, is a senior this year, who was really good last year, had something like 1,400 yards. They are, they are forced to be reckoned with. I'm really looking forward to the game tonight to, just to see kind of where these two teams are. All right, well, we appreciate it. Nobody covers it quite like you do. Uh, Super Talk High School scoreboard tonight at 10 o'clock as always, right? Yes, sir, 10 o'clock tonight with the whole crew, and uh, we'll have some interviews. Plus, I'm going to do a retelling and including audio and maybe some video of the, the Skunk Bowl from 2012. It's one of my favorite Mississippi <laughs> high school football stories, so we'll relive it. And uh, thankfully, you won't be able to smell it. There you go. Well, we appreciate you, man. We'll look forward to talking to you every Friday afternoon through football season. Yes, sir. All right, Will East, everybody, co-host of the Super Talk High School Scoreboard. The super intern, Nathan Lee, now joins us. The Nathan Lee. He is on our WLAU broadcast crew. And where are you going to this evening, Mr. Super Intern? Oh, yes. We're going out to Northeast Jones today to see that Northeast Jones versus West Jones game. It's going to be an interesting game after uh, what happened at West Jones last week. Yeah. So on the way back, uh, we had to take the Jeep and uh, and take it to a special detail shop to get Luke Johnson's tears out of the seat. Oh, yeah. How, on a scale of 1 to 10, just how dejected was Johnson? And honestly, Luke wasn't as bad as his dad. Uh, he got that phone call after the game, and you could tell how uh, how mm-hmm. much he loves that team. Uh, you know, Luke was uh, sad, but he understood how they, why, the reason why they lost after all that rain. And I'm surprised that Will didn't mention one of, one of the surprises was not necessarily that Madison Central beat West West Jones, but how they manhandled it was, West Jones. That was that was a little surprising yeah, to Vic me. Vic Sutton, that quarterback at Madison Central Special, he, he, had, yeah. he had a day. All right, so you guys are on at what, 7? Did they come on at 7, Michael? 7.30. 7.30? Pre-game starts 7.15. Okay. Kickoff 7.30. How are you enjoying this new gig? It's awesome. I'm loving every yeah. minute of it. Your social life picking up? Oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get a date <laughs> If the yeah. world can now they're calling it. Now, yeah, 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 exactly. It's, so it, what's but your it's the excuse, super Kelly? Intern. The super huh? What's your excuse, Kelly? It's better than money, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Being on the radio hadn't yeah. helped me any, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, you don't look quite like this young man. No, that, that's true. Hey, Tanya Thames Cooper, right? The winner of our yes. pair of season tickets. We're really excited for her. I know that uh, Nathan has reached out to her on social media, giving her my contact information, and as soon as we hook up with her... Uh, if you're listening, Tanya, or if someone knows you, get in touch with me and I'll get your tickets to you. We'll be back. Wrap things up at Four Street Bar and Grill right after this. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. 
You know, I believe Nathan Lee was telling me the truth when he said his social life has picked up. Did you see that smile on that boy's face? <laughs> and his phone's lighting up like a Christmas phone's tree. Ringing over here. right now, boy. Life's good when you're 20 years old and it's late. That's right. In I don't, college. I don't remember those years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the animals were on tour when I was that age. Right. So if that, that tells you anything. Hey, congratulations again to uh, Tanya Thomas Cooper. She just called me actually. Good work there, Nathan. And uh, Slade, she's coming by your fine establishment here and pick up her season tickets here uh, probably in the next hour or so. Hey, we're glad to be back. It's, it's been a long time, and we're going to make sure that that big gap doesn't exist uh, in the future. Hey, we are happy to have you. We, we had a good time during the baseball regionals, and uh, I'm ready to do it again for football. The regionals were awesome, weren't they? That was amazing. It was a good crowds. Uh, just, you know, it came, coming through here. A lot of listeners come through here. So we appreciate y'all being here and us being part of your program. All right, football's big. Opening game tomorrow. What's what's going on here at Forest Street people need to know about? Oh, we got your pregame tailgating. We got your postgame tailgating. We got your in-between tailgating. If it rains out, we got your tailgating. <laughs> Let's just say tailgating from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. And so. the game will be on. Yes, sir. We will have all the games on. All uh, the, of course, Southern Miss will be on the big screens, and then um, we'll have some surrounding games on some of the smaller TVs. Uh, you brought something here. If, uh, if you want to talk about that, I want you to. Yeah, this is uh, just a quick plug. So we do it. We do a charity golf tournament every year, and this year, September the 18th, we're uh, my charity of choice of this year is the Kids Hub Child Advocacy Center, and uh, I believe it's it's it, it's in Hattiesburg, so it's going to stay with local. But it uh, really focuses on child abuse and child abuse victims and families and stuff like that. So we, uh, it was an easy, easy choice this year to pick them that know that our little bit of money can make a difference to them. Now, Slade's one of the men we were talking about earlier that bought up a bunch of season tickets to make sure. I want to say real quickly that, that we left a good number of our Liberty tickets at Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street. So if you go down there and buy something from Miss Kathleen, uh, she'll hook you up with some tickets to the Liberty game. And I know... I know you do so much behind the scenes for charities and organizations and this university that people don't know about. Well, You're not going to say it, but I'm going to say it for well, you. I appreciate it. But uh, if we're blessed enough to do it, we like to pass it along. And um, I would like to say props to uh, a shout-out to Super Saver, Mike Caldwell. He's the one that Lee reached out to. Mike came and had lunch with me yesterday. He said, hey, we're, we're getting close to this goal. I said, no. let's just call, you know, like you guys, just – Let's call Jeremy, Lee, whoever, and just tell them we're on board. We'll figure it out later. Well, I think it's super cool that we, not knowing, partnered partnered up with you to make sure that I happened. I saw they all's post this morning. I was like, that's cool. You know that. Yeah. At least, at least, great minds think alike. I'll say that. Are you still allowing Kelly Santa in the building, Slade? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> certain hours. That certain hours. Sign. He still got a key. But I tell you to change the alarm code. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Has he ever attacked the bar the way he attacked the beignets the other day? No, this place wouldn't be standing. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. He uh, he, he doesn't stand often, or not for long, anyway. <laughs> but, you know, this is this – is, I'm trying to change the subject here. You guys – I thought Wednesday was beat up Saturday, but apparently – It's the whole week. Okay, it's, yeah. You look very photogenic, by the way. Actually – let me guess. It has to be an eight by ten, though, not yeah, not a five by seven. Um, really, Fourth Street is getting to be, in my opinion, synonymous to, to Southern Miss. We opened the football season here last year. It's like the football season wouldn't be the football season unless we did the Friday remote beforehand. And 
One of the things about Forest Street that I've noticed is that everybody's family. You remember the old TV show Cheers? A lot of you don't are not old enough to remember it, but where everybody knew your name. And and Slade, I, that's that's a unique element here that we, everybody does seem to know everybody's name. We we do, man. We preach that. We uh, if you come in the afternoons, you'll see the regular crowd that's going to play Jeopardy every day. You know, shout out the smart, show the smart ones, and the dumb ones like myself sit around and listen to them. But uh, then we have our mid-afternoon crowds that come in and shoot pool. You know, get a game of pool up. Right. And, of course, your late-night people with all your restaurants that shut down and they want to come here to get something to eat or just hang out. So it's it's we, we keep a good crowd, and we appreciate everybody's support through these last few years when it's been so tough. Real quick now, when Booty does trivia, where does he get his uh, questions from? He is actually pretty good about going to Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> How about that? No, but we do, we do have a good trivia night. So we uh, follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, like uh, like they said, we, we bought a bunch of tickets, and um, we're fixing to be giving away tickets left and right just for promotions and doing. And, or if you've got a charity that you need some tickets for, a Boys and Girls Club or whatever, reach out to me. I'll be happy to supply you with tickets, and let's get some tails in the seats this yeah, year. Yeah, make sure we use them. Yes, right. don't, don't just come get free tickets. If you're going to come get them. Use them. Let's let's Absolutely. support Southern Miss and Coach Hall in the in the group. Hey, we love you, guy, and we appreciate you having us down here. Absolutely, all the time. we we I appreciate y'all coming every well, time. We talk about that nine ninety five lunch every single That's day. Right. That's Kelly right, Kelly Center. And they don't cheat you on portions either, no, brother. No, they don't. Hey, real quick, how long we got, Michael? Uh, just about a minute. All right, want to uh, thank Stu Dean out at Nile Insurance Agency. If you've got some insurance needs, uh, see Stu Dean at Nile Insurance. He can hook you up. Also, True Care Health and Wellness Center, South Mississippi Office Furniture. They were actually at our event Wednesday, and we really did appreciate that. They're big Southern Miss guys. And Heritage Firearms, where we understand a lot of our Football players go for their shotgun shells and hunting supplies and stuff like that uh, out in Oak Grove. All of those people have helped enhance our coverage all week long of the opening of football season here on Super Talk Hattiesburg. Co-sponsored our events that we've been doing. And, of course, as always, we want to thank the great Eagle Hour sponsors who are with us each and every week. Southern Miss to the top, uh, guys. And uh, real quickly, Michael. Uh, Molly Ringwald tomorrow, 3 o'clock. There we go. Sorry, sorry, Liberty. You're about to get a whooping put on you. Let's Slate. do it. Thank you, buddy. Until next time, everybody. Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.